0: This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Guess what? It's another episode of You Guessed It, Straight from the Net podcast. And guess what again? I got married. This is Danielle, by the way. And that's...
1: I'm Jamie. I didn't get married.
0: She didn't. But guess what she was.
1: I was the flower girl. I fucking killed that shit. I
0: know. You know, I have not seen a. Um, I I haven't seen the video of it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm dying. Because I think you walk away and you did your power walk.
1: Oh, I Beyonce walked yeah.
0: down that aisle. Uh-huh.
1: I Beyonce walked.
0: And my mom said you walked all the way down the aisle, into the tent, down that aisle, and then back again. Yep. And then at the end, I was like, with my last
1: few pedals, I was like, <laughs> and then I looked at Jason and went, and that's one of the cute best music. That is so funny. It was funny.
0: It was a really, it was beautiful. What? It was what I wanted. Intimate. It was. There was only, God, probably 35 people there, mm-hmm. you know, in total. And my mom did an amazing job, like you know, trying to get things situated. And so did my dad.
1: Yep. <gasps> Excuse me. I am she, so sorry. Oh my god. She did honest. an amazing job taking that fireball shot. I made her take towards the end of the night too because she was all frazzled. Was she? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I was like, mom. She was like, I was like, do this with me, and she was like, no, and I was like, mom, <laughs> do, do it. <laughs> she was like, fine. That
0: is so funny, and she did it. Mm-hmm that's probably why she ended up dancing with my mom or my dad on the dance floor maybe because they started dancing out of that she was probably like
1: woo fireball ready she was having fun and your dad was having such a good time and your uncles were on fire like (laughs) uncle larry uncle gary literally at one point but (laughs)
0: okay we will get to that
1: (laughs) your uncles were having a blasty blast yes and they kept yelling at me jenna come here jenna come here did they Jenny, come here, and I go over there, and they, they, they just ask me, like, silly questions, and I, I just answer them.
0: That means you're now going to be invited to the barbecue. And
1: I'm like, I'm like, Uncle Pat, I heard you hate me. And he was like, what? And I was like, because I think the Eagles suck.
0: Oh, my God. He was
1: like, how are you from Delaware? <laughs> Were you like, well, I was from
0: Delaware, then I moved to Maryland, then I went back to Delaware, then I moved back to Maryland. And then,
1: you know what? Um... And now I'm like the, in Fair, which is like really close to Maryland. And the Ravens. Oh. The Ravens are purple and the Eagles are green. <laughs> <laughs> that was my excuse to him so he wouldn't like pressure me as to why, you know, why a Ravens fan. I just told him I was like, I don't know anything about football, Uncle Pat, I just like the color. Which was a lie. But your uncle didn't need to know that.
0: I was gonna say you're pretty hardcore into football and yeah. the players, so you kinda dumbed yourself down a little bit for Uncle Pat um, I did. Well, I have to say, I mean, you know, I know we talked about it last week, and I was like, you know, the, that um, that girl Jennifer um, passed, passed away. away, and she was to do her hair. And you know what I found out? Okay, so that article that I read where they're like, oh, she lost that baby? It wasn't her.
1: Oh.
0: It definitely wasn't her. That article was completely wrong.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, she has a daughter that has the same name. But she's um, still living. So I don't know how that got crossed or whatever, but uh, there's an article out there that so says she just lost that baby. All the way up. Yes, and I'm like, Oh my god, I like told people that. Like so anyway, um our friend Megan stepped in, she did an amazing job on all of her hair. Yes. I mean
1: she really did such a good job. Y'all, there was no absolute reason on this earth for me to be that motherfucking sexy.
0: Yeah, she gave Jamie kind of like a... What did she give me It was like, like some a weird
1: mohawk thing, but god damn it. It was
0: like really cute though. And you had like the little curly cues uh-huh. like on the sides. And then it was like a braided sort of mohawk, I think. No, she curled it. it oh, was, it was a curl? It was like
1: all pinned up like... Oh, a
0: pinned up one. Okay, it, it was, was curled. up was
1: pinned up in to like just all into the center of my head and curled out. And I had like this little Elvis curly cue right here. It was really mm-hmm. cute. Like she freaking nailed it. And then Cody...
0: Oh my god, can I can I just tell you if you were nearby Delaware, nearby Maryland, nearby Pennsylvania, Jersey, you've got to reach out to Cody and and come talk to us if you need to know like his contact information. We're happy to give it to you. He did one hell of a job. Look. And he's a good fucking time too.
1: I said to him, I am your canvas. Do your drama and put it all on my face. <laughs> And I always tell Megan when she does my makeup, make me look like a different person. Mm -hmm. And she never does. Mm -hmm. And she always gives me some bullshit like, but I like the person you are. Well, no, bitch. If I'm paying for it, make it pretty. Yeah. Cody made me feel like a whole new person. Mm -hmm. Like my lashes were drama. My contour was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i just sucked my cheeks all the way in like this boy has talents
0: yeah he is amazing
1: well he's a drag queen so he he's like killing it and i'm like you know what from now on i'm just gonna get my makeup done by drag queens
0: well i sort of inadvertently once i found out it, he was a boy i inadvertently automatically decided he was gay and involved in drag without knowing first. Um Which was wrong on my part to do. Because just because they're boy-to-do makeup does not mean that they're gay and or into drag. However, I was really right. You were right. He was fucking straight up with that shit. And he was a good time. And it was kind of funny because I couldn't stop crying because I was so happy. Remember, I kept mm-hmm. crying. And so everybody's like, well, we're just going to keep giving you drinks until you stop crying.
1: I didn't say that.
0: Well Beth then. did. Yeah.
1: Beth did and you got so drunk you forgot to walk down the aisle with your bouquet. Yeah, I And then no I had bouquet. to force you guys to do your family dances because your family was like, Jamie, when's this shit getting started? What are they doing their dances? Jamie, Jamie. I'm I was the flower girl. Did you
0: become the coordinator? So all by a proxy? Sudden, I'm
1: like <laughs> And then Jess and Sharon are there to take pictures and you've got Beth taking pictures of you getting ready and I'm like, let the photographers in the room and Beth's like, She wants me to do it And I'm like, You're both fucking drunk.
0: I was freaking just about hammered. And then it was so funny. So like, you know, we go, we we get it all, we go through the ceremony and Beth um, did an amazing job. I mean, she did did such a great job. We did our own little vows and that turned out great, even for being off the cuff, because they were both off the cuff. We didn't have anything written down. Um and it, it just turned out perfectly and then I remember after you guys sat me down you're like you need to eat you need to eat something because I was fucking hammered
1: right that's why instead of you and Bruce dancing first I made Bruce and his mom dance
0: oh and then Beth
1: told Jason to stretch it out and Bruce's mom was not comfortable and I was like why is the song so long <gasps> oh I remember and that she's like well I told him to stretch it out because she's got to eat I'm like no Beth like people are like trying to get up there and do the thing and we need to get this moving and she was like. There's too many chefs in the kitchen. Let me be the chef. Like, this is my bag.
0: <laughs> let me do it at this point because I can pick it up from here. Right. Let yeah. me do
1: this because I've done this. I've done, like, five weddings. Yeah. So let me coordinate this shit. You just – and then I was like, Jason, next one.
0: <laughs> I know. I do remember that. You're like, I, I, get it going. And then the song started playing. And uh-huh. I was like, what is happening? But, yeah, you guys maybe sit down and eat. And thank God you did because I just kept drinking and I was, like, so happy. and But – as I'm, like, getting my makeup done, I'm like, I want us to be best friends after this. Like, I want us to be friends. He was like, we so will be. And I'm that like, are you drunk too?
1: No, that was a bottle and a half of Moscato at that point.
0: Oh, I think so. And then I had a little bit of um, your sangria. No,
1: you didn't. At first I did. The first little... I didn't have any sangria. I thought I had You had, had a sip of it to test it. But then you opened the sangria, the skull, because we had to borrow Jen's skull pitcher for the sangria. You opened it. You poured a, you poured a glass... You decided, and then somebody found another bottle of Moscato.
0: Oh, that's what it was. And then you dumped it back
1: in, put the lid on. Oh, that's right. Didn't put the lid on tight. I went to carry the sangria out and spilled it all down the front of my dress. No, you in didn't. A I had to stand in front of the fan and the lerm.
0: Did you? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I was
1: like, it's fine. I mean, I was going to take this dress back, but now it's not going anywhere. Because apparently I looked amazing in it. Everybody kept telling me. So now I'm just keeping the dress. Well, I did think it
0: was cute at one point, Bruce was feeling himself so much that he took his shirt off, he swung it around in his hand, and threw it in my Aunt Kate's face like he Aunt was Magic Mike. There was a moment. I was up. Wait, and then he put his bow tie back on.
1: Yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. Aunt Kate is crazy. Let's just put that out there. Aunt Kate is a good fucking time. First of all, she came up to me. Oh, Aunt Kate is a good me. fucking
0: time. She came
1: up to me with her little rhymey rhyme, and she was like, Jamie. This is fate, because I am Aunt Kate. (laughs) And I was like, I am so happy to meet you. (sighs) Then, at one point in time, she called Paco over.
0: Oh, no. I heard about that. Were you going to marry her or something? She
1: had his 300-pound ass sitting on her 125-pound lap.
0: I did see that She was like,
1: come here, Paco.
0: I did see that. Let me
1: talk to you. I think she was like rubbing on him, and I wouldn't be like, <laughs> relax. Aunt Kate, Aunt Kate, you're doing too much. <laughs> Quit rubbing on my man. <laughs> I don't know what she said to him. I didn't ask.
0: I'm pretty sure it was when are you going to marry her? What the fuck's your problem? Probably. Or something along those Probably. lines. But she was
1: like all whispery. She'll
0: text scene. me after this. She'll hear this, and she'll be like, what I said was. Aunt Kate is absolutely M- a good time. Kate is a good
1: time. Uncle Gary. It's a super good time, uh-huh. and he was killing me because he wanted to karaoke, but he didn't want the words on the screen. He wanted to sing along with the radio. Uh, what? <laughs> sing along with the radio? Yes. Like, he, he, he wanted to do Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Like. He said to me specifically, Jamie, I want to do Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Like. Right, I And I that. said, okay, we're going to do that Uncle Gary, no problem. Then he was like, all right. Yeah, okay, because we, we
0: had karaoke.
1: And then we did the words, and he was not grasping the concept of karaoke. So the next song he sang, he called me back up. It was Don't Stop Believing. Oh. And he was like, don't put those words on the screen. Just play the song. So he only wanted to sing, like, with the radio. What does that mean with the radio? Like, I'm confused what you're he just saw, he, Jason was just playing the songs. Oh, okay. Like, no words. Like, okay, so gotcha. the radio versions of the song. Oh, okay. So he was doing a, a sing-along instead of karaoke. But,
0: oh so it was like the actual song yes
1: yeah. like don't put the words on the screen i don't want the karaoke version give me the radio version
0: oh oh i
1: didn't know he was doing that yep oh so, okay and then me and john michael and crystal oh my god i fucking love her oh isn't she great i love her and i told john michael and john michael was so relaxed because usually when i see john michael he's very tight with me and he He's so relaxed around her, and he's so happy and carefree, mm-hmm. and I think they are the most amazing couple.
0: They're adorable. They're getting, they're getting married in uh about three weeks.
1: They had so much fun, and she had so much fun out on that dance floor, and I enjoyed the fuck out of her. So, I Crystal, if you're listening, I love you.
0: I think it was really cute that they were out there dancing together, and, mm-hmm. and he was just like letting loose and having a right? good time with her, and he feels safe to be with her like that. It makes me very happy, and- I think at one point we were dancing and, um, it's getting hot in here. Like that. And so, I was all, like, dancing in front of Bruce or whatever, you know, like, shaking my booty on him. And he literally bent me over in front of my parents. Yeah, I think that. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, oh, my God. And my parents were like, oh, my God. Like, it was
1: so funny. I'm like, oh, my god!" So, then we decided that it's fireworks time, which every year they do fireworks. Apparently, yeah, the only yeah like, at the end of
0: the year, every year at our house, it's my Uncle Gary always brings fireworks. My dad I mean, gets a little fireworks. And then my Uncle Gary sets them off. Right. Every year. And he used to be a, like, fire chief. Right. So. So he's supposed to know what he's doing. You would so think.
1: Uncle Gary was a little toasty. He, I think he, he was a little
0: beyond toasty. He was. And I said to your dad.
1: <laughs> I said to your dad before it all happened. And I said, hey. And he was like, hey, I said, should Uncle Gary be lighting the fireworks? Because he's pretty drunk. hmm And your dad was like, he does it every year. He's fine. And then John Michael was like, he's fine He does it every year. So I'm like, all right, you know. Both of them did it? Yeah. They both co-signed so it, huh? They both co-signed it. So I sat my ass down right there in between your dad and John Michael. John Michael was, like, standing up behind me with Crystal. Uh-huh. And, like, I saw, so the firecracker's growing off. Uncle Gary thought the firecracker had stopped. He, thank God it wasn't a mortar. Well, Wes sent me the
0: video of it. Uh-huh. Um, Sharon's husband Wes sent it to me, and I was like, oh shit, like, I was pretty schlossed even further, because Jen left and came back, uh-huh. and brought, like, her leftover shots, uh-huh. and she made these rum chata pudding shots. Yes,
1: how fucking good were they?
0: I mean, I must have had, like, six of them. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm you surprised had a I was even, the, like, on the ground next to you, and you were like, we're cutting up tomorrow. But, anyway, Uncle Gary leaned over a firework that wasn't quite done, and it it smacked him in the face, but Uncle Gary's good.
0: Well, he got a uh, gash in his face. It put a gash in his face. um, And I guess he left and he went to the ER. Uh
1: Uh-huh. John Michael took him right to the mm -hmm, ER.
0: But they couldn't work with him because he had so much alcohol in his system. And they can't work with you anyway. Like, he was intoxicated. Like, he couldn't. He was clearly intoxicated. A, he couldn't give his own consent at that point because, you know, he was able to give consent. And then, two, you you can't have any medicine. They can't put lidocaine in your face. They can't give you pain medicine. They can't do anything for you, really at that point until you sober up, like they can't, and even when I was um, in the ER years and years and years ago, you know, with my first ever nursing job, uh, <laughs> like I remember being like, why can't you give up something? They're like, you can't, like they can't consent and they can't have anything that may interact. Right. And I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. So like he sat around, sat around, sat around and then he was like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I guess the next morning he woke up and um, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, he was feeling a little bit like, oh, I had too much. Like he let loose, you know. And it was funny; everybody was like, "We haven't seen him do that in years." And I'm like, I think he just wanted to let loose. I think he yeah. was just like, everybody's here, having a good time. And I think he got away from and him. And he called
1: while but, you were signing your wedding stuff, and he was like, "I'm so sorry, I oh, he did?
0: Oh, yeah, he thought he ruined my wedding. I'm like, like, you like, You're totally final, didn't. Gary. But he got three stitches. was <laughs> put three stitches in his face, and he got to go to a, um, an actual plastic surgeon. So like, your dad dinner.
1: was like, "The show must go on." And finish letting off the fireworks.
0: Yeah, but not all of them, because there was way more. Those were, like, two. We had, like, two hours worth the fireworks. So,
1: meanwhile, while your dad's letting that off and you and Bruce are watching the fireworks, your mom and her sister are cleaning up the tent. And I said to Jason, I said, why don't you start breaking down? And you said, don't you dare start breaking down. Oh, (laughs) I know. I was like, no, I want to keep going. We're going to go after this. And I was like, Danielle, your mom has put all the chairs on the tables. Like, your mom is, like, ready for us to get the fuck out of her and then you turn around and you're like oh damn yeah go ahead and start breaking <laughs> Yeah, my mom was like i'm
0: done um and you know it's so funny so oh and our cake fall apart
1: yeah and it was a shame because i saw the picture uh, of the before and uh-huh. it was so beautiful and,
0: and my poor friend ariel was like so devastated she was like bawling her eyes out she couldn't believe it happened and she was like oh my god and i'm like you know this is like so crazy because when i got married in 2000 the same fucking thing happened. It fucking fell apart. Like the back end of the damn thing just fell off.
1: You know what? They're, like they're, how
0: weird is that that it happened? That cake
1: was fucking delicious.
0: It was good, and it's always good. And she actually did it the way I wanted it, and it was so funny. She was like, "I think it was actually the strawberry filling that you made me put in there. I think it slid it right off the top." And I'm like, "What?" I was like, "How dare you tell me it's my fault?" But now, um, she was teasing me, but um, at the last minute. Because she does, like, she always does a vanilla cake with an Italian cream. Mm-hmm. And that Italian, Italian cream always has something, like, it's almost like a, a lemony or, like, it yeah, should have a little something. It's very, very, very good. And she does an amazing job. And if you ever are ever looking for custom cakes, um, she actually will travel to do custom custom yeah, cakes for you. all she was just in New York. Yep, she was just in New York. Um, people were calling her out to do cakes. And she came in second on the Greatest Baker mm-hmm. Online Challenge. Um, I mean, out of like a kajillion people, Mm -hmm. like she made it to number two. So, um, I mean, this girl knows what she's doing through and through and, um, she does all my cakes. So if you guys are looking for somebody to do custom cakes to reach out to us and we'll give you the name of our friend Ariel. And in the meantime, you can look her up with, I think it's a cake. Very or... I, I don't even know. I can't remember. Anyway, reach out to us at this point. I, I can't look it up right now, but reach out to us if you're looking for somebody. For Cody, for makeup, and Ariel for cakes. But anyway. And Megan for hair. And Megan for hair. That's absolutely correct. Um, correct. But, um, so she brings in this cake. <laughs> and I had just, like, texted her, like, the morning prior. And was like, before you do the cake, is there any possible way we can put strawberry in it? Like, strawberry in with the icing. Like, but I don't want just strawberries. I want, like, the pie filling kind. And she's like, well, yeah, I'll see what I can do. Like, I'm going on a date with my husband tonight, and then when I get done, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So she, like, went out and got it for me, and she got it done, and she put it in there, and it was, it slid the damn cake off. Because it was like, like, it was like Like a syrup.
1: Because was you know, the syrup, like a syrupy type thing it, that it slid well. off.
0: And it was hot, yes. Yeah, so anyway, um, but we did, we were able to eat the cake and we were able to so try delicious. and get some pictures. Um, Because even though it sort of slid off, like, it didn't mean that it was no good. No,
1: it was so good. Yeah, so, was so good. I just
0: think it's funny. Like, the first time I got married, we and I have this weird thing with Ariel. So if you listened to us back in season one, we went to her renewal of her vows. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was actually going through a breakup. And I was like, why is it every time you get married or have a renewal of your vows, I'm in the middle of something bad? So the first time she got married, I was going through a divorce. Then she got a renewal of her vows, and I was going through a terrible-ass breakup. I'm like, and now you brought my damn cake, and you brought the cake that slid off, like, the back of what, like, what happened at my first wedding. I'm like, something's happening with you and me and weddings. Like, it's just, it's happening. It's, like, weird. It, uh, it's, like, weird. But, um, but, I mean, it ended up turning out great. And the very next day, I got up, but I was actually fine. Believe it or not, I was fine. And we had to go back to my mom's to clean up. And that humidity—it almost made me vomit. It just—I don't high. know about any y'all, but I can't deal with humidity anymore.
1: And that's yeah. all it is
0: around here. It is humid.
1: I agree.
0: But anyway, I guess now it's the time to move along, and um, I don't know, just wish us some juju. All
1: right. Well, I have a super sweet, almost notebookish, because you no know, doubt Danielle loves the motherfucking notebook.
0: You know what? I do love a notebook. But
1: look at this. Do you see all this fluid in my legs from the other night? Look at that. Yeah, my my legs are really bad too.
0: Really? I mean, mm-hmm. it's like ridiculous. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. Oh shoot. Oh my god. I'm a over. Oh god. Like, isn't this awful?
1: So anyway, we're
0: like old people. We need to get some. What do you got? Water pills. We need to a water pill.
1: You know how <laughs> Danielle loves the notebook, and I'm like, that's a fucking cheese fest.
0: Well, yeah. And if you listen to this podcast, you know Jamie has is- a cold black heart because <laughs> she doesn't like the fucking notebook.
1: Anyway, so I found this. <laughs> She's like, "Anywho, on, on small joys." TV,
0: <laughs> just for Danielle. Thank you so much. And it says,
1: couple served in World War II together, married for seven decades, and passed away on the same day after taking their last nap together.
0: Oh, I want
1: to be like that. Isabel Whitney and Preble Staver met before World War II. After being married. For seven decades, the couple died on the same day as they had always wished. Two of them fell in love with each other on a blind date in Philadelphia. However, when the United States entered the war, they put their relationship on hold. Prevel joined the, the war as a Marine while Isabel joined as a nurse in the Navy, and she was stationed in Maryland. Oh. The couple tied the knot on February 15, 1946, five months after the war ended. During their marriage, spanning seven decades, the couple had five children. One of their children, Lori Staver Clinton, told people they were a great couple. Mom really taught me that you can't change another person, but you can change your attitude towards them. Dad was a bit of a prickly pear.
0: Oh, prickly pear! That's what Dad
1: was. Yeah. In 2013, Isabel and Preble moved into a care facility in Norfolk, Virginia, after Isabel started suffering from dementia. Oh. Oh Oh my God! This really is is like the the notebook. Notebook. The care facility eventually had to place the couple in separate rooms as Isabella's worsening dementia was causing frustration in Preble. If this is like, and this is what the fucking notebook was based off, I swear. to Oh god. my god! <laughs> if it was, despite be great. her condition, Isabella still remembered Preble. Sometimes we'd have to tell her to focus and look, but she looked and knew it was Dad. She'd get a little smile. The sixty-year-old, two-year-old Lori said, "Her, I guess, their kid." As Preble was getting closer to his 96th birthday, he told his daughter he wanted to share the, one more nap with the love of his life. So the care facility made arrangements for them to lie beside each other for around three hours. There was not a single word spoken between the two of them. Are you going to cry? Oh my god. Oh my god, they she held, doesn't have a
0: cold black heart anyway. They held
1: hands. Me and Paco hold hands when we sleep.
0: They, they was, Yeah.
1: Oh. They held hands and just fell asleep. I told... Dad, this is mom's birthday present for you. He was just so happy he got to take his last his nap with her.
0: Oh my god. Isabel even
1: sang happy birthday before her husband for her husband when she was taken into his room. A few days later staff called Lori to say his final goodbye to Isabel on October twenty fifth. She also brought Preble in to bid her farewell. He held her hand and it was just so tender. I asked him if he wanted to stay after the prayers and he shook his head. I said, Okay. But you know that means you're going to have to let go of her hand. I was oh, crying God. and he was crying. Preble oh, died just Listen hours after Isabel was gone. Phenomenally, they were born 14 days apart and passed away 14 hours apart. Lori recalled how Isabel and Preble lived through 70 years of marriage. Mom and dad really lived out that if you make a commitment and even though life gets rough, it gets in the way. You work through it and you li- and you live your life together. And that's the end of the article.
0: Oh my god. You are crying like a little bitch right now. I am. <laughs> I am.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Who am I? I don't know. Who am I? Who's I don't together, know, bitch?
0: but you know what? I do know this. It's Britney, bitch. One more time. Wait hit me, hit me one more time. Free Brittany. Well, it says here, according to Hollywood gossip, Britney Spears officially retires from music.
1: That's the only way she could get away from her father's conservatorship. You think so? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it says Because July- the fucking
1: judge just ignored her the fact that she wanted to be free. Like, nothing she said was even, like- I don't think so yet. I think- No, um, I mean, he ruled. He, he ruled? Did? That she could not leave her conservatorship. That judge fucked her.
0: I thought he rolled on something that happened back in November
1: and no. because of COVID they
0: just talked about things. I didn't hear anything new.
1: No. That's, sure yes.
0: I, well let me see. Hold on. Well, so again, this is from Hollywood Gossip and it and from Simon Delot, dated july sixth. It says with Britney Spears conservatorship under the spotlight spotlight, no one wants to be associated with this ongoing injustice. Her friends are speaking out, her fans are vocal, even Britney's faceless. Financial trust is distancing itself. Now, Britney's longtime manager is adding himself to that list. Yeah,
1: he's resigning.
0: Mm -hmm. He is resigning from her team in light of Britney's expressed wishes, adding that he has been in the dark about too many things. TMZ reports that Britney Spears' manager of many years, Larry Rudolph, has resigned. He submitted his resignation via email on Sunday, July 4th. Independence Day is an almost overly appropriate date for any news regarding Britney's conservatorship, don't you think? Then it says, Larry sent the email to Britney's personal conservator, Uh, Jody Montgomery, and to the conservator of her estate, Jamie Spears. It has been over two and a half years since Brittany and I last communicated, Larry wrote. Well, it's been a long time but they haven't communicated. Larry commented that it was at which time she informed me she wanted to take an indefinite work hiatus. Earlier today, I became aware that Brittany had been voicing her intention to officially retire, Larry observed. He added that he is not part of Brittany's widely condemned conservatorship. Additionally, Larry admitted that he is unaware or has been kept unaware of many of the details. I was originally hired at Brittany's request Larry recalled in the email. He was hired at that time to help manage and assist her with her career. It was this in mind that he reached this decision. So it says, and as her manager, I believe it is in Brittany's best interest for me to resign from her team. He came to this conclusion as my professional services are no longer needed. Obviously, hearing Brittany describe how much of her career had been involuntary must be haunting him. It says, and it says, I will be, I will always be incredibly proud of what we accomplished over our 25 years together. Larry expressed, he affirmed, I wish Brittany all the health and happiness in the world, and I'll be there for her if she ever needs me again, Larry Bell, just as I always have been. Good for him. But, I mean, so, it doesn't really say she's retiring. Like, she hasn't made an announcement as far as I know. Right. <clears throat> but maybe, maybe that's kind of what's going on. It says, given that he, let me see, in 2019, Britney's court-ordered attorney informed the judge that Brittany is afraid of her father. He described how she had no intention performing at any time while Jamie was her conservator. Given that he remains as her her conservator, it seems unlikely that Britney will ever perform or make music again. So really, they're just... That's kind of biased Or it's it's misleading. If she
1: she retires, then I think that's a way to get out of it. I don't know. Anyway, um, my phone just dinged because y'all heard it. Because Lord forbid I fucking remember to turn my sound off. Uh But Storm, Elsa is slightly further west, which could mean more significant impact on Delaware. The main threats are anticipated to include rain flooding and increased rip currents beginning late Thursday. While you're out with Kathy. oh man. Did my dog just throw up? No, she's sniffing. She's trying to sniff underneath the door. I don't know what your dog's doing. Oh, okay. Because I'm know. like, I
0: heard her make some weird noise. Oh, and my like, God.
1: Dolly Parton has a fragrance.
0: Oh, my God. We need to get it for you immediately.
1: It's called Once Upon a Scent, I think it's called. Hold on, I, I texted Paco. And it's supposed to be released this summer. Um, Oh, it's called Dolly Scent from Above, but <gasps> scent is spelled S-C-E-N-T, like scent. I get it. And it's, oh God, the smell, the freaking, um, it's like juniper and patchouli and gardenia and the, of the valley. Girl, I looked that shit up.
0: Oh, so they were telling you what it smells like, patchouli? As soon as you say patchouli, I'm right, out. Right,
1: but the patchouli really is very, patchouli. the patchouli is, um, it's like the bottom half of the scent. Okay, so it says, the top scents are mandarin, blackcurrant, crisp pear, and fresh peony blossom, which smells amazing.
0: Anything Dolly Parton is going to put out is going to be amazing
1: to you. The heart of the fragrance is a, is jasmine- Lily of the Valley, which is my my mom's favorite flower, and vanilla orchid. And the base is Sandalwood, Musk's, Tonka Bean. I don't know what that is. Tonka Bean. Tonka Bean, Amberwoods, and Patchouli. And you can get, right now, you can buy it for $9.95 through a special website. And they send you a $10 off coupon for when it comes out for a full-size bottle. Wow. And the little bottle has 30 sprays in it.
0: Oh, it's like one of those little tester Mm -hmm. tubes then probably. Yeah.
1: I look at the bottle with the butterfly. Oh my God. Oh my God. You gotta have it. I have to have it. Even if I think it stinks, I have to have it. Yeah. You,
0: You need to put that on our, you need to put that on our page and maybe someone will get it for you.
1: You know what? I've been watching TikTok, right? Because I love TikTok. I've been doing a few things. I even had a video that went somewhat you know popular on me because i was dumb Mm -hmm. and didn't know what a deep fake was but
0: (laughs) (laughs) deep fakes are no joke man they will fuck your life up
1: so um here i am and i'm just like i've got 69 hold on how many followers do i have now how many followers does jamie have now 72 followers
0: Oh my god, you're moving on up.
1: 72 whole followers. You have tens of followers. Tens of followers. And, um, the video I was talking about got 622 views. Which is, like, pretty impressive for me. But anyway, these people I follow, they, like, put wish lists up on fucking Amazon. And people who follow them just buy them shit.
0: Oh my god, I know you so badly want to be there now. You're I'm like, like, I
1: would like this Dolly Parton fragrance. It's only 9 that it says. I'm like, I want anything that has anything to do with Dolly Parton, people. Like, fucking wish list the fuck out of me. <laughs> Somebody create a wish
0: list for me and then put it up there.
1: I need these crazy ass magnets for magnet fishing. I need a metal detector and anything that's Dolly Parton. ha <laughs> ha my
0: life now oh my god well this other woman has this creepiest thing happening to her okay tell and me, it is so so creepy about it. <laughs> so it's from the huff post okay and it was from it's by lee moran and it was just posted today and it says texas woman who felt she was being watched catches scary sight on night vision cameras
1: Dun, dun, dun. I know.
0: So I'm like, ooh, murdered. So it says Adriana Garcia's unsettling hunch that she's being watched in her own Katy, Texas home proved correct. Early Tuesday, night vision cameras she installed last week captured a neighbor prowling around her backyard and peeping in through her bedroom windows. Ew. Garcia challenged the man after the cameras notified her of his presence. He begged not to be reported and ran back to his house. Garcia ignored his pleas and called Harris County Sheriff's Office who arrested him for trespassing. I'm like, oh, my God. So they end up, like, giving you the video, and he really is, like, in her window, like, staring through her window. What the yeah. shit? Yeah. It says other footage. Can you let her out?
1: I was going to say. She's being you-
0: so annoying. My little dog is being she such had, a little like, pain why in the I'm ass. I in here if
1: I don't want to be?
0: I mean, do you know what she'll do? She'll run out there because oh, she because wants to. Bruce is here. Yep, she wants to go see what Bruce is doing. or okay, if
1: she's coming right back.
0: Yep, because she doesn't like not knowing. She wants to have the door open so she can go between me and Bruce or, like, our six-year-old. She loves a six-year-old, too. So she'll go back and forth. Like, she'll just triangulate through all of us, and she can't stand when my door's closed. So then I'll have my door, like, sort of closed, and she'll nudge it open with, like, her nose, but only a little bit to see if I'm still here. And then she runs back around, but then the door's open, and all the noise is coming through, and I can't work. Right. She drives me nuts all day long. Like, this is what this little... Crazy D'Auch yeah, does. Anyway, so it says, other footage reportedly showed the man touching himself.
1: <gasps> oh, That was so, so dramatic.
0: <laughs> touching <laughs> himself by looking in through little gaps at both of my bedroom windows, she said.
1: I'm such a dirty mind, but, and I, I talk about, like, how... You I'm, do, like, then you're
0: like, ooh, I'm, like, what?
1: I, National Women's Day, I appreciated myself. I masturbated on National Women's Day. And, <laughs> like, as soon as somebody is, like, looking at somebody jerking off through the window, I'm like, mortified I'm like oh my god
0: yeah so it says Garcia said her, suspic- her s- <laughs> Garcia said her suspicions were first raised last month after her son found a footprint outside her window the licensed gun owners I love how they put that in there the licensed gun owner said she didn't shoot the man because she didn't feel as if her life was in danger
1: well that was nice of you I know
0: women are fed up with being this victims
1: no, this is Texas, so just oh, as bad. Great. Just as bad.
0: <laughs> We're arming ourselves, and you better watch out, she told. K-H-O-U-11.
1: Whatever, freaky. That's disgusting. I'd have <laughs> shot him. I'd have shot him.
0: <laughs> I would have shot him. No, you wouldn't, know. So I
1: have two. I could go with that. Um, We could talk about the 19-year-old girl that got convicted of stabbing her friend in the Slender Man case a couple years ago. Oh, or right, right, right. We could talk about, because this is also disgusting, what happens to your body when you don't shower for two days?
0: After two, just two days? Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I don't shower for two anyway, days. Anyway,
1: update. The little girl that got, got convicted of stabbing that other little girl because Slenderman told her to was getting out of jail. That's basically it. Okay. So, we will talk about, this is what happens to your body when you don't shower for two days. Yeah, I'd like to hear this. Personal hygiene isn't always as personal as it sounds. There's a pretty large social aspect to it. It's not just a matter of how your cleanliness affects you, but how it affects the people around you. Like, you don't want to be the smelly kid at work.
0: Right, I know, right?
1: (laughs) So so we do feel some social pressure to keep our bodies as fresh and clean as possible. So fresh and so clean. (laughs) But there's an argument to make that there should be more of a personal aspect to it than merely going by whether... Others crinkle up their noses when you get too close. It could be important for your overall health. Are you kidding me? Is this advocating not showering for two days? Because I would die.
0: Well, I think they said, too, that sometimes it's better for you not to, except, like, in the summer when you're sweating a lot. But, like, in the wintertime, like, it, it strips your body of the natural oils that oh. you have or something. Whatever. You're like. Let's yeah, face yeah, it, yeah. if you take
1: to public transit, you have probably considered and reconsidered the benefits of daily show- showers. I mean, human, st- human stink just goes hand in hand with riding public transit, don't you think? The question is, why don't these folks shower more often? Is it time, laziness, or is there more to it than that? Skipping showers, it turns out, isn't the worst thing in the world that you can do for your body. In fact, um, in fact, it might even do your body some good, if, you, if, if not your smell. Showering regularly does keep the bad smells at bay, but the potential cost to your health, it, ha- it all comes down to what the soapy water washes away, bacteria and oils. Your body isn't just an organism, after all, it's an ecosystem. It hosts for a complex, still somewhat mysterious collection of bacteria called microbiome? Right, yeah.
0: Your whole body turns into like a little, like, um... Like a little universe, all of its own. Oh. So, like, you have one, I have one, everybody has the one. The microbiome
1: made up of all the bacteria and microbes on your body has been shown to affect a number of health factors, including your immune system, digestive digestion, and your metabolism. When you... Sh- what? Your metabolism? Let me read de- deeper into this. When you shower, you wash away some of the good bacteria and microbes doing... The good work for your body. Mm-hmm. Showering too often can also have significant noticeable effects on your skin. Washing away the skin's natural oils makes it more sensitive to things like fragrance and dyes. Any little irritant can leave your skin red, itchy, and will probably be dry too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said keeping showers all they said skipping showers altogether isn't the best idea either, especially if you work a sweat labor intensive job. If you're a gym rat, basically, when you sweat, you're going to stink, and showering gets rid of it. That's not exactly breaking news, but there are other reasons you need to wash that sweat off your body. According to Bustle and Science, the true source of your stink is in the cocktail of gases and bacteria released as they devour proteins and fatty acids on your skin. Mhm. In fact, two or three days without showering can create bacterial stink of up to 30 different odors. Ew. So, 2 days is fine, but if you go 3 days, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> talk about your massive gassy bacteria party on your body. Yuck. Which makes a lot of sense considering our bacteria outnumbers our bodily cell count by 10 to 1. Oh my god, that's so creepy. Uh Uh-huh. Because the size of bacteria only make up about 1 or 2% of your body mass, but that still constitutes about 3 to 5 pounds of bacteria.
0: 3 to 5 pounds of bacteria? As
1: a dermatologist, Dr. Monkia G. Kierupolski told men's health showering is a must for your skin excess oil in your skin clogs the pores which can lead to facial and body acne as well as folliculitis or acne like red bumps and pustules. Pustules, she said yum
0: yeah and folliculitis
1: yeah that's what i had the other day that they had to like cut me open is that what they call mm-hmm. that Oh, okay. And let's not forget basic cleansiness, Life is going to expose you to your bad your bad bacteria too. The kind that doesn't make you stink, but makes you sick. As microbiologist Jason Tur- Turto told Global News, build up the bad bacteria can, give you, can get into your nose and lungs. And bada bing, bada boom.
0: Is that what they really wrote? Bada no. bing, bada boom? No, that
1: was just me. Oh,
0: okay. Because I'm like, this so far is kind and of like you're a really s- boring article. And then you're
1: sick. So even if you're down with skipping showers for a couple days, you should probably hit up the trouble spots, armpits, groin, and backside in particular more often. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's okay to not shower every single day, but you're gross if you don't. Like, I'm just going with that. Just going with that, because apparently, like, 30 different odors really just gross me all the way the fuck out. (laughs) Well, I mean, what? And bacteria 10 to 1 also gross me all the way the fuck out. But some of them are good. Like, some
0: of them are good bacteria. I mean, so, for instance, um, when I worked in the ER, you know, they would you'd wash your hands, like, every five minutes, but then it would chap your hands out. Yeah. You know? So, it was like, oh, my God. Like, you couldn't win. Like, you had to wash in between because you didn't want to, like, you know, travel anything, but it also strips the good bacteria. So, like, that's also another thing. So, the good bacteria, you kind
1: of want to keep on there. I use a very its natural job. soap, so I feel like the soap I use helps. Well, like, the wintertime? In the winter time right. In the wintertime,
0: it's like in every other day. They I mean, that's how I remember it, like when I was dealing when I went to school and we were learning about some of these things. So like in the wintertime, you're really dry anyway, and your body has to go overtime because the air in your house is dry right. anyway. So and we're naturally dehydrated, most of us anyway, too, on top of that. And vitamin D deficient, right? So when you add all that up, it, it kind of leads you to like this bad place. So they were saying like every other day, every third day, like in right. the wintertime. Um, but it really depends. And then you sweat too much and then it takes those bad bacteria and it puts them in overdrive and it just sort of drowns the good bacteria. So it's it's kind of fascinating when you think about it, but I never knew there was like three to five pounds of bacteria. I'm like thinking to myself, every time I get on top of the scale now, I'm going to be like, it's not my real body weight. It's it's really minus three from that. So that's where I'm going with it. Look what it. I just got. Did you get a picture from your new little baby? Look at she, Layla. She is so adorable. Like, she came straight out looking completely cute and, like, right. a little girl. <laughs> right. And those babies look not so cute. You know, I born. said that to
1: them. I was like, you know what? This is a cute baby because, um, She really is
0: cute. She's adorable. And See, I'm not just saying that either. I've seen
1: some babies. Tyler, you look, like, over five. When you were
0: <laughs> I remember you would say that about him. Um, but somebody else is not having a very good day. And we talked about this before. And something new came with it, and I want to talk about it. And this is a Rolling Stone article.
1: Okay, who's it about? Uh,
0: Marilyn Manson.
1: Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. A fourth accuser sues Marilyn Manson for rape, human trafficking, and unlawful imprisonment. So, it's saying, it's He's says, just fucking up, man.
1: I'm like, you know what?
0: I mean, I know we've been going through this a lot, right? So, we kind of had, like, our issues with Bill Cosby, uh-huh. right? And then, I think we had some issues with other people. I can't remember uh-huh. what it was, but we're face-y. like. Oh Charlie God, Sheen. you know, and it makes me so sad about Kevin Spacey. Now Charlie Sheen is just a a noodle. Right, I mean, and you can believe much of fucking anything about but him.
1: But I hate the fact that <clears> the <story throat> something came out with that whole fucking documentary where he like name dropped all these people, and I wanted to watch it so bad, and then something happened, and we couldn't watch it. Like something happened. I like, thought you did watch the no, but there was month. a no. We were supposed to watch it, but it didn't. Like something happened. Like it was a big world event on the day that it was supposed to. Was it when everything closed down? It might have been. For COVID? It might have been. Because I do remember that.
0: Because remember, I was like, you know, he is so fucking weird. And you're like, I believe him. I believe everything he said. And I'm like, I don't so know.
1: Anyway, you keep going.
0: Um, Marilyn I mean, Manson is <clears throat> a piece of shit. It says Model Ashley Morgan Smithline has fought a lawsuit against Marilyn Manson, whose real name is Brian Warner, claiming sexual assault, sexual battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress, human trafficking, and unlawful imprisonment, among other allegations. Smithline is the fourth woman to sue the shock rocker following suits by Game of Thrones actress Esme Bianco, Warner's former personal assistant Ashley Walters, and a woman who has chosen to remain anonymous. She is also among more than a dozen women to allege sexual impropriety against Warner. So, he's not doing too good. Smithline's lawsuit echoes much of what she said previously in an interview with People. Warner first contacted the model around the summer of 2010, allegedly telling her that he wanted to cast her in a film. The suit claims the singer became infatuated with her as conversation continued, and he told her she was the perfect girl for him and asked for her to send photos of herself. She says that in November of that year, he flew her to Los Angeles with the incentive that he would cast her in a remake of True Romance, and she says soon after her arrival, he asked her to move in with him. Oh, shoot, a little pop-up came up. By allegedly enticing Smithline to move to Los Angeles from Bangkok, where she was modeling at the time they first spoke, and encouraging her to transition from modeling to acting with the promise of working in a film. She claims he violated the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. What? Come on now. I'll let him read that. So he encouraged her to transition to film from that, and she's trying to... I I don't know how that works, but maybe I'm just not knowing something. Right.
1: Like, Like, that's... I don't know. I don't get it either, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't see how those two happen. It's like you made the choice to leave. Like, it is, that's how it is. But anyway, so, um, <clears throat> let me see. It says, Mr. Warner knew these offers to be fraudulent. No effort was made to complete production of the film project, and to date, nothing from that project has been published, the suit claims. Mr. Warner merely used the film project as a pretense to lure Miss Smithline to the United oh, States. Oh, that
1: might be the trafficking part. <clears throat> but I mean, come on, that's still a little bit of a,
0: you know. And it says, the tone of the relationship quickly took a turn, according to the suit, as Warner would berate her in front of his band members. She says he insisted she wear black lingerie and make up all the film studio, well, which was also his apartment. They entered into a consensual sexual relationship. But see, again, so you knew this was happening. You came here, knew it was happening, and then you started fucking the guy. So that changed, too, according to Smithline. She said she woke one day from an unconscious state with her wrists and ankles bound and Warner was penetrating her. When she told him to stop, she says he told her to shut the fuck up and be quiet. She says he bruised her ribs in the incident and caused injury to her vagina. He kept telling me, you can't rape someone that you're in love with.
1: That's bullshit.
0: Yeah, that's fucking crazy. The model says he assaulted her again shortly after the first alleged incident, choking her as he forced her onto his bed. She claims he placed a pillar over her head after she said no several times. He then used a knife, according to the suit, to cut her shoulder, inner arm, and shoulder-drawing blood. The suit reinforces Smithline's allegations in the People interview that Warner left scars on her body. On another occasion, she alleges he braided her by carving M.M. into her thigh, which left a permanent mark. She claims he also frequently bit her throughout the time she knew him, leaving marks. The abuse escalated into Mr. Warner shaking Miss, Miss Smithline and strangling her by putting his hand in her mouth. On yet another occasion, Mr. Warner threw a Nazi knife at Ms. Smithline, only barely missing her face. Mr. Warner also burned Miss Smithline. He also allegedly whipped her several times, including one time when he gave her 15 to 20 lashes while she was lying in bed. He allegedly posted photos of the bruises to the internet. This abuse lasted for months. And then it kind of just goes on and on and on. She talks about, like, different things that he did. And, you know... He comes back saying, "I deny everything she says. I deny that it ever happened."
1: But obviously, if there's a big MM carved into her fucking thigh, and like if there was damage to her vagina, it's probably going to be scarred. So, I mean, I don't, I don't trust. I think he's piece of shit. I believe everything these women are saying,
0: and it's just
1: like I don't think they're doing it for clout. <laughs>
0: Well, I think at this point, a lot of the women are all saying the same thing, right? But then you know, it's like it's hard for me because it's like you know. Then we had Bill Cosby, and a lot of those women were saying the same thing, and I like really but didn't want to believe like, it.
1: I I can just see him saying, "You can't rape."
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess because the way he looks versus you know
1: what I mean. I like, don't know. I, I definitely struggle with this stuff. I
0: don't um, know, but
1: I have one. Let's let's do a little more uplifting, a little more like what the fuckish if, uh, if you
0: will. Okay. <laughs>
1: so a guy balks after friend still expects to have her wedding on his property after she disinvites him. What? The physical venue is a key element at any great wedding. So what happens when couples' ideal choice of wedding location comes with a pretty high amount of emotional weight? A recent post in the Guess What thread, Am I the Asshole, I provided a solid illustration. So, read more. Oh my
0: god, I love this so much.
1: The original poster, appropriately known as Wedding Property on the site, devolves some specifics in the post title. Am I the asshole for not letting my best friend have her wedding on my property after being uninvited? Uh. (laughs) One of my my 29-year-old male best friends, Carla, I think that was supposed to say, and a 31-year-old female is getting married soon. Why does it say Carla? Uh, Anyway, they messed that up.
0: It's only meant to be
1: a small backyard type wedding, but they've been planning it for a few months and now originally it was supposed to be on my property. They wanted it because it's private, has lots of open space for the reception and a nice view of the house and the house could be used for them to get ready and stuff. Of course I said yes and she and her fiance Rick were very happy. Thing is, Carla and I do have a history. We went out on and off in college, but decided to stay friends. Then I met my wife. We got married, Carla met Rick, and now here they are. (coughs) Now my wife wife knows I went out with Carla back in college, and she didn't care. Carla still went to our wedding and everything. I never knew if Rick was told or not. It's not my relationship, therefore not my business to say anything, so I never did. (laughs) Rick found out recently, and not in the best way. Oh no. Not sure how far, how, but for from what I heard from a friend, it's, is that one of our mutual friends told him, I have no idea why, we used, he told him what we used to date, but I don't have any idea why. Not only, not only that, but apparently Carla said a couple years ago, she was still in love with me and that she was already dating, when she was already dating Rick, oh fuck, girl. Oh. Fuck Carla. <laughs> oh, this mutual friend was a bitter, bitter bitch. She was like, I'm not engaged yet. same girl same anyway don't have actual confirmation if that's actually actually what um he was told all carla told me is that rick was told out about our past and he's angry at her for never saying anything it became quite a drama and didn't hear he didn't hear from her for over a month until now she told me they're going to couples counseling and that the wedding is still on but rick requested that i do not attend it sucks, but I totally get why he wouldn't be comfortable. That left the one thing on the OB's mind. Then I asked the obvious question. Where are they going to hold their wedding then? To my surprise, she said, they still want it at our place. <laughs> <laughs> for, our, our P, uh, for our OP. That was a little puzzling. Rick said so too. <laughs> Rick said so too. And in my mind, I'm going... I'm going he doesn't want the guy who dated his fiancée years ago at the wedding, but still wants the wedding at his house. My wife and I are expected to just not be at our home that weekend, <laughs> and I told Carla no. They're going to have to find someplace else since we're not going to simply leave our home for them for the weekend. Not only for safety reason, but it just doesn't make sense. Rick doesn't want me around because he's not comfortable, but it's he's comfortable enough to have a wedding in my house?
0: They're, I know, right? They really want their wedding here,
1: and because of that, I've been bugged not only by her, not only her, but also Rick and some friends who think I'm being a pretty big asshole for not letting them have a wedding here anymore. (laughs) Honestly, I don't think I am. I just, it just doesn't make sense to, to all to have have to leave our own place for a wedding. We're no longer welcome, and leaving our home totally vulnerable still being accused of sabotaging their wedding and Rick believes it's the least I could do after everything. Am I the <laughs> asshole? <laughs> uh, not the asshole. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. You don't get to be the uninvited from a wedding that is literally in your backyard. You are being incredibly kind and are be, they are being incredibly rude. Either you are allowed to come or they need to find a different venue. How How entitled can you get? Oh, my not God. Not the asshole It's absolutely ridiculous that they not only uninvited you, but they still expect you to let them have a wedding on your property. How can they honestly accept, expect you to just kick yourself out of your own house for the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Are they even paying you to let them have the wedding at your place? Does he answer any of these people? Um, don't be surprised if they get drunk and start trashing your home. They're just cheap. Um, not the asshole, not the asshole. Many had big concerns about the future of the couple. Um Rick is being delusional. Hold on. Rick believes it's the least I could do after everything. Rick is sick is sick if he thinks A. His fiance never dated anyone before him. B she didn't stay friends with old boyfriends. C. He can get someone's home as a wedding venue while not allowing the owners to attend the wedding. Um it doesn't say how he reacted. It says, "Looks like Carla and Nick will be spending the next few weeks shopping around for a new wedding venue." <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> These people are
0: ridiculous. Oh, I
1: love that thread.
0: Oh my god! Like seriously,
1: I I'm gonna go and just be like, um, hey, um, Ron. Could I please get married in your mom's backyard? Because it's really beautiful, <laughs> and they have. The, she has that real pretty porch swing, and I really want my wedding pictures there.
0: To your ex boyfriend.
1: But if your mom could not be there, that would be great. Because she really didn't like me, and she really doesn't like Parker. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> Is he still with that girl? I think I'm not sure. Like Katie's talked to him a couple times, but I don't really talk to Ron. Like I, I call Ron when like Katie is out of control and I'm ready to like choke her out. Um, he talks me down off the ledge, but that hasn't been for a while since like the wedding. But you know, I talked to him when his dad passed. I think he's still with Nikki.
0: Okay, I was just curious. so I didn't hear anything. I have one that was fun that we never got to get to. What is it? It's so ridiculous we So, yeah,
1: we're
0: yeah I, this is going to be, uh, I'll make this really quick and then you can wrap us up. But I didn't want to forget about it. We're at 54. So it says, it's from loudwire.com. And it was, police break up exorcism inside a Home Depot. Oh, that's right. Remember? I was going to do were an exercise time. in the
1: wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> police recently
0: <laughs> broke up an exorcism at a Home Depot near Scranton, Pennsylvania, where people were holding a ritual for lumber inside the store. Now, can I just say, I expected this out of California, but not you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Your weirdest story of the week comes courtesy of the Dixon City Police Department, who casually described the incident as part of a public report shared to Facebook on June 22nd. At 3.26 p.m. the previous day, police discovered disorderly people having an exorcism in the lumber aisle for the dead trees. They were escorted out of the building. Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hippies. Philly voice contacted the police department, getting a chuckle from one officer as they described the scene. There were two people hanging out at the lumber department doing their little exorcism thing, the officer said. Some people at the store started picking up that something was happening that was not necessarily normal. It was a seance type of thing for the dead. Unfortunately, no footage of the exorcism seems to exist online. The two individuals involved will not be charged. Home Depot had no comment on the incident when, contact- when contacted. The possessed lumber also offered no comment. Shut so
1: The fuck up did they say a seance? I don't, I'm like, how do you know if a tree is present? If you, like, it can't be like, I am here. It's a fucking tree. Well, because it's a living thing. Trees are considered living things. Right, right, yeah, but they don't speak. But I guess my whole thing
0: is, like, once it's cut down and all that stuff and it's been treated and all that stuff and it's there, what are they trying to exercise? Or are they trying to contact the spirit of what was the tree?
1: That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to contact the spirit. Of the tree, they're like, Willow. Because that's
0: not an exorcism. That really Willow, is, like, Willow, we can seance. hear
1: you weeping.
0: <laughs> Willow, we can hear you weeping.
1: Talk to me. It's Raindrop. <laughs> God, I fucking hate
0: hippies. <laughs> you don't even know if it was a hippie. We don't even know. They were probably all messed up and shit. Didn't even uh, fucking no, know where they were definitely
1: hippies. Anyway. Anyway, take us home, Jamie. If... Any of you, you know, haven't showered in a few days and your body's starting to smell like three different kinds of odors, please let us know by emailing us at what, what is Oh, straight from the net at <laughs> com. You <laughs> can also find us on Facebook. <laughs> you can find me at, at Jamie Holabola on TikTok. I'm also somewhat on the Twitter. If it, you send me a message there, it'll ding in my phone. I don't really go on there anymore. And I don't have to now because Ryan Reynolds is on TikTok. Oh, um, uh, okay. There you go. And there's a whole bunch of awesome fucking platforms that Danielle tells us about, tell you about. And Actually,
0: we're not going to talk about platforms anymore, remember?
1: Oh, that's right. That's because right. Because now,
0: apparently, you can just find us wherever you listen to podcasts, so right. we're going to start we're there. on all
1: major platforms. Like,
0: OMG. So, the big news is, though, as it always has been, and uh, we've always talked about it, was that you can find us on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio. It's an adorable poli- uh, police station. Ha! <laughs> where I'm going to end up.
1: (laughs) Nonprofit radio station.
0: Radio station up in New York. And you can find them on all the major app stores if you're out of the area. Um, But you can find us every Friday at 10 o'clock. If you miss us, that's okay. You're going to catch us again.
1: At 10 o'clock AM.
0: You're right. Oh my God. They keep moving moving us up.
1: Right? Originally, we started at 10 o'clock at night. At night. On a Wednesday. That's right. And now we are Fridays right after the motherfucking morning show. I'm telling
0: you, we're going to be this close. I didn't hear a morning show last week.
1: It there probably isn't a morning show. No, we, we are nervous. the morning show. I think he we just are. doesn't want to give us that slide.
0: And he doesn't want it to do it yet, but I think he needs to. Just give it to us, Louie.
1: But then now we have to do it every day. Can I just tell you? Can, I mean, we have to do the morning Jay show every Beats day. follows me on TikTok now, and yeah. he, he does little videos. I had no idea that Jay Beats was a hottie. Oh, yeah? You yeah. Think? He's a hottie. He's interesting. He's a hottie. Like, I didn't, like, I've never seen his, like, actual face. And then he was, like, on my TikTok, and he was, like, ladies. And I was, like, oh, who's oh, this? Oh, the ladies. Who's this? And I was, like, oh, shit, J.D.'s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um
0: Yeah. Anyway, so, if you miss us, they're going to replay us again on Saturdays at 7. I have to check, like, actually check. I haven't done it yet. Okay. I'll have to check. But if you missed that, that's okay because I'm gonna upload all our, you know, all of our shows on Sundays to Our mother cloud, which is SoundCloud. So
1: by Mother. Our mother cloud. So our Monday's mother you, board. By Mother's community out. are with you. I can't get this out. I don't know what's
0: wrong with me i'm getting tongue-tied at like the end of it but anyway we're also on itunes and it would be really really great if you could leave us a little uh, a rating review. a review that would be really great if you don't mind leaving us a review and outside of that you can find us where you can listen to all podcasts i mean apparently we don't even need to like tell you where they all are okay. because you'll just go fucking find them but in the meantime um we're gonna see you next week and we love you guys and be good people okay bye, okay, bye.